0: Like Instagram for the fact that I can put in music into my reels. It, it actually makes me wonder why I don't use TikTok because the yeah. shortcomings of reels are what TikTok is all about. I just don't want to get into TikTok.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if you've got TikTok tips coming up, but uh, I mean,
1: some of these can't. No, I don't have specific TikTok tips. It's a tw- tongue twister.
0: TTT, T3s,
1: TTTs, T to the power of three. But, um, Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Level Up. I'm Katie and here with my partner, Daniel. Hello.
0: Hello. Hello, hello. Good to see so, you.
1: It's good to see you too on our new computers with our fancy cameras and our not working sound, but we're getting there. It's a work that's, in progress.
0: <laughs> we don't yet have new microphones yet, so.
1: Yeah, that's okay. All right, today we are going to get into some social media tips for you. So grab a pen and pencil, pen or pencil. and a piece of paper.
0: Three pens, a pencil, two highlighters, and a stapler.
1: That's right, because we've got some... Sweet, sweet science that we're gonna drop on you today. But 10 to, you. 10 to 15 tips for you, roughly approximately.
0: Depends on how long we go, but you'll do more talking, so it'll be short.
1: That's true. <laughs> All, right, All right. So this, yes. so this is for
0: everybody out there who is already killing it in social media, getting into social media. This is a cross-board tip and trick festival.
1: What kind of episode.
0: So this, this is lists and bullet points.
1: So listy, so bullet pointy, so color
0: commentary from me. You you get you get to drop the useful best info. Best of
1: both worlds, best of both worlds. Yeah. Great. So let's get into tip number one. So tip number one revolves around testimonials. And when we're talking testimonials, we've seen a lot of people uh, copy and paste things that they've received from their clients from maybe a Google. Uh, testimonial Google review. Um, We've also seen people take it to another level where they might have their clients on video giving a video testimonial, but this one I thought was pretty cool and maybe less of a burden on those clients that might be a bit camera shy. But if you ask them to do a voice recording of the testimonial, and then in reels, You can use that recording and then put pictures or a video of the maybe it was your a a listing it was the it was for sellers or even for buyers. Ask the listing agent for permission for pictures and and have kind of like an overlay of the home that they just bought. So I thought that was a cool idea.
0: I think it gives you a lot more freedom of the visual, which is what we all want. I've seen a lot of people struggle even just with when you do the testimonial or thank you or just sold image of the people in front of the house or with a sign. Yeah. That's, that's fine. But half the time it's somebody else's sign, which I always found kind of weird. I mean, most of the time people do it when it's a listing, but then, you know, when you've got happy buyers, you want to be able to feature the visuals that are the things that support the message you're trying to give. Right. So I think, A real approach allows you to do that video images. The audio is compelling. Um, I would say, and I don't think you just said this, but if I did, I zoned out to make sure that captions are on there. Mm, Did you say that? that? I don't think you did. Okay. But yeah, I I think with any audio, whenever there's um, words on audio without captions now, the way people scroll on their phones... Um, it's helpful, even, even if they hear it, there's too many, there's too many risks of a lack of clarity of what people are saying, right? Like even when you listen to our podcast or watching the video, watch it with captions on, right. Or, or have that because it's hard to understand sometimes, and you want to get the full message across. You can control it and hold people's attention with the images and the words.
1: Well, that's another great second tip, I think, is just the use of captions is really important. One thing, though, that I find sometimes when I'm watching captions is it's not actually the correct words. Right. Um, I showed you one, one time where it was like really offside, but it actually, what the caption said, so just edit your captions or make sure you proofread them before actually posting the video. But I mean, even when we're watching movies now or a show, we have Netflix I and mean Netflix, we have captions on, um, I don't know when that happened. Like when have we, why are we so relying on captions now? I feel like everybody's like that.
0: I I this it's it's a weird transition. I was listening to people talking about TikTok on the radio yesterday. It was old folks like us not understanding how people get news from TikTok, like how that's even a news source. But then there were younger people commenting and making good points, which is this is off topic, but it's the same thing. Like the world's just changing our attention span, where our eyes go, multitasking, all of those things. I can't understand what I'm hearing anymore in a normal movie. It's kind of scary. Like I've grown so yeah. accustomed to reading. I mean, it's helpful when you're watching Money Heist and the actual show is in Spanish and you can right. read the subtitles. But now the world has become subtitle-driven, even in English. So
1: yeah, even yeah. our kids—they're like, if there's not no subtitles or captions, they're like, oh, we need to turn them on. So yeah, It's good
0: because they need to read. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, all the more reason that you need to make sure your subtitle or your captions are in line, the right spelling, the right words, um, so that people can follow along. Exactly.
1: All right. Number three, because you just dropped sweet science in between my one and two. We got number three. Um, Instagram Reel Covers. So when you're posting an Instagram Reel, um, you can either choose a cover from the actual video And a lot of times it's, if you're talking, it's an awkward pose of your face because it's hard to get an actual normal picture when you're talking. Like, I don't, it's possible. My God. Yeah, exactly. If you're watching us on video, Daniel's giving us an example. Um, So So upload a a picture from your phone and the best way to do it is, I mean, we love using Canva because it gives you the exact dimensions for what you need. And um, another reason why it's important to have nice looking covers is if somebody comes to your Instagram page and they might have seen one of your videos and then they go to explore your page a little bit more it's more likely that that person will stay on your page if they see videos that they know what the video is about number one so if you've got a good title like a YouTube thumbnail that we see like similar idea Um, if people know what the video is about they're more likely to click on it and more engagement you're going to get and so on and so forth so I think that's really important I think we've almost lost with Instagram with photos like that whole aesthetic appeal that you used to see with Instagram and everybody just wanted like a every photo to be perfect. And now I feel like we've transitioned into like all of these awkward cover photos because we're putting out all of the the reels and the videos and that kind of stuff. But it's important to get back to a more consistent look on your Instagram profile to show people what you're really talking about.
0: That's one of the two points I was going to make from the consistency side is it's not just about letting them know what it is and making it clear, but the more you follow that they're all very consistent with one another, the more aesthetically pleasing and easy to navigate your pages. Also, little hack, which kinda goes against what you're saying, but it's something I've found is a way to do this if you just make a lot of videos or if you're, I don't know, if you're just not into creating separate thumbnails, this is still do it the way you said, but one way that I've hacked it is when the reel I'm making or the video I'm making, as text boxes within it. Like it's kind of taking people through a story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you choose the appropriate screen grab with the text box, yeah, where it's actually speaking to what the video is about as a cover page, yeah. i found that that definitely in, in the viewership, probably because it's easier to understand what people are, are, are going to see, it achieves a similar thing, but you do sacrifice the consistency potentially unless all of your videos and reels look the same way with the same sort of title boxes throughout um, but that's another way to to make a cover page that isn't just a weird photo,
1: yeah. Yeah, I've I've started and this is very preliminary, but anything that has to do with reviewing like a news story or a market update, I've created a consistent reel cover for that. So it has a, kind of like the same look and feel. But then if I'm just doing a reel that's more of a funny thing, I keep those with more of a a, a cover of the actual video. So I mean, I'm thinking maybe people can decipher between them. I don't know, but yeah, uh, it's, it's good to just have some consistency. Yes, ma'am. All right. Four, um, going to stories. And I think a lot, most of us use Instagram stories or even TikTok stories or LinkedIn has stories. I think still Facebook, we all have stories, whatever social platform you use, Um, but making use of those polls, um, just as a reminder, um, asking very, um, innocent yet helpful real estate type questions to people, I think is a good, I think is a good way to strike up conversations. So ideas like, are you currently living in your dream home? Or if you could change anything about your home, what would you change or, you know, different things, try switching it up, but you might find because you're not, because people, when they answer those polls, they're not feeling as pressured because you're not speaking directly to them. You're speaking to like your followers. And so sometimes you'll find people actually are more open to answering those questions. And that allows you to open the door to a conversation.
0: The less it's about you, the more it can be about them. So Mm invite it. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So any, anything real estate related, like what drives you crazy, the most crazy about real estate agents, maybe you'd get some good feedback there. So yeah. Um, okay. Next one is something that we're struggling with and we continue to struggle with is just the use of mics when you're doing uh video or reels. Um, we have a lavalier mic. It hasn't worked all that well for me recently, so I think I might have to get another one. But I, I've seen a lot of videos, especially when people are like in a condo building or in a house, so they're not right. It, it's one thing if you're right in front of your phone and you're talking; you can still hear the sound. It's it's decent, but it's when people are like five or ten feet away from their phone and they're trying to talk, and there's like all of this echo. You can barely understand what they're saying. They might not use captions and it's kind of like a useless video because you can't really understand what they're saying. So investing in in a small lab lab mic or something like that is is a really good idea.
0: On top of that, regardless of your mic, consistency is really important here as well, because even with a so-so mic, like the ones we're talking on right now, if I start talking and then I do this while I'm talking and I'm still talking over here while Mm -hmm. you're listening to me, you know, if it's a phone, if it's a lab, it's, if it's something in front of you, if you're not aware of the way your sound differentiates as you move yourself Mm -hmm. relative to your mic might be a great mic, but it might, if it's a condenser mic versus a dynamic, and these are things for another episode, it's going to pick up sound from different directions And certain mics only pick it up in a straight line versus wherever you are all the way around it. Right. So be aware of, it's not just having a mic that picks up good audio. It's also being consistent in the way you use it while you're using it. That's
1: a good point. So we'll, we'll report back maybe early next year when we've got a better handle on this whole sound situation that we continue to struggle with.
0: <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do an audio episode. Once we've got the whole setup, like what, what are we now? Like 160 episodes in, and we still haven't figured out our audio on a podcast that's built on the back of audio. That makes sense.
1: I know we're started, we started strong and then there's just too many complications with, I think it was the, what we had, it was just too complicated. It's almost like we, we bought things that made things too complicated, but now we've got nothing. So it's not any better.
0: It's Okay. It's a proper square one. We're going to, we're going to hit this together in the new year. Yeah. We're going to kick off the new year with a new audio setup. How about that? That'll be my word for this year. Audio.
1: It's a good word.
0: For those of you who have listened, we have to do a word episode coming up at the end of this year.
1: I know. I, I told, I was talking to my mom today about my, the theme for this year. I find, especially towards the end of this year has been canceled plans because everybody is getting sick. I just feel like every, everything is getting canceled all over the place. I don't know about you guys, but I just feel like everything that we have booked, it just like it, there's always like a 75 chance, 75 percent chance that it's going to get canceled 75 chance
0: <laughs> well that's different the last two years it was just a foregone conclusion that nothing yeah. was even going to be planned in the first place now that's we've made true. it to planning they just don't finish now they don't I have- know
1: and now I feel like I'm in this mode where I kind of hope it gets canceled because like it, it gets canceled so often and I'm like you know my introverted self is saying, like, please. Just I love when
0: things get canceled, I love it. <laughs> so, anybody out there, if we've got like a coffee date book, I'm not gonna feel bad if you've got to cancel, just give us like 24 48 hours notice so I can yeah. celebrate with my empty calendar.
1: That's right. All right, next is um, group profiles on Instagram. I don't know if you guys have seen this, it's something that has been released. I think earlier this year it was released. Um, but basically you can create a group similar to a Facebook group, um, for anything. So if you're targeting a local community or a, a geographic area, you could have a group for that, which allows anybody that's part of the group to post on there, to have conversations, to chat about things. Um, if it's not a real estate group, it could be like maybe safety in a certain area or, um, like an investor's group, if you're focused on investors, there's so many different options, but um, I, I haven't seen many people make use of it, at least in, in our circles yet.
0: Really? That's often the sign of be a first mover on this stuff, right? Yeah. Because as more and more of them do get made, if and when, you don't want to be the one catching on to the trend when there's already a dozen groups that have a similar theme, right? So.
1: Yeah. No, so no a, my mind's racing positive. now. We could create one for our Level Up group or on, on Instagram. It mm-hmm. could be good.
0: What would say, y'all? Leave us know in the comments.
1: <laughs> and leave us a review while you're at it.
0: A voice review that we can turn into a reel with our own images of choosing. C-tip number one.
1: That's right.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that, that was an eye roll joke from you there.
1: Was it? I the video you know, will yeah. show
0: yeah. eye roll
1: on minute 17. Sorry. I didn't mean to do an eye roll. It's kind of like built into me. to it.
0: very used
1: to it. Okay. um, Next up talking more about Instagram is there is a feature if you have a business account. And so I'm very torn on this because creator accounts allow you to use popular songs, which I love. Um, especially because I use a lot of reels. But if you have a business account, which doesn't allow you to use music, you can create guides, which are like mini blogs where you can talk about places or um, maybe like a a roundup of different posts. Maybe you've had like a series of posts that talks about um, being a landlord or um, first-time home buyers, first-time home sellers, um, you can create kind of like a roundup of all of those ideas and create a guide and have it available on Instagram for people to use and consume and read. So I haven't used it myself, but I found out about it and I thought that's a really cool idea. But only if you have a business account, unfortunately. I don't know why Instagram does that. It's it's really dumb.
0: Split between creator and business makes no sense to me because the features that have been limited to creators are the kinds of features that businesses that are creative would yeah. want to use. So yeah. I'm with you. Like, I, I only like Instagram for the fact that I can put in music into my reels. It, it actually makes me wonder why I don't use TikTok because the yeah. shortcomings of reels are what TikTok is all about. I just don't want to get into TikTok.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if you've got TikTok tips coming up, but uh, I think some
1: of these can't. No, I don't have specific TikTok tips. It's a t- tongue twister.
0: T T3s.
1: T T T's T to the power of three. But um yeah, I I think because I'm so used to Instagram and there's so many different annoying things about Instagram. I find I don't know if you notice the same thing when you're creating reels or trying to do something. Like there's little glitchy things that drive me absolutely bonkers. Like I think if you're adding a location to your reel or something, if you go out, like if you're about to post and then you like go through those features where you can add a location or maybe add some maybe ask something, there's a, a, it will, when it takes me back to the post before I post it, it r- removes my caption, deletes the caption entirely. So unless I remember to copy the caption and then paste it back in once I, once it gets erased like it it's so frustrating it's so annoying
0: i have not experienced but i'm very quick with reels i just it's like a one sitting boom 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 put it up and don't think about it and don't edit it too much mm. so i'm sure there's lots of glitches though yeah.
1: it's annoying okay
0: fix it instagram
1: that's right all right number eight um, uploading. So when you're posting video, it's really important to post in high quality. So like you're making sure your lighting is good, making sure the quality of your video is good, because whatever platform you're on, you'll get ranked higher, like the, through the algorithm, if your post looks good, like if the quality is good. Um, so you can go into Instagram and, adjust your video settings. If that's something that you want to do or look into. So if you go to settings and you go to data usage and then click on upload highest to highest quality, then that will make sure it'll take a little bit longer to upload, but then you'll have a higher quality video, which will then hopefully get you more engagement on your video posts.
0: Do you know if that the way the algorithm supposedly works is tied to whether or not you uploaded that way or what the actual quality is.
1: You know it's what I mean? Combination,
0: for okay. sure. Cause I mean, from what I've seen, it's just, I, I'm, I'm baffled by the things. Yes. That clearly the algorithm picks up. Yeah. And I know that my yeah. two most popular reels that I've ever put up are both low quality. Yeah. But but I've uploaded them the way you've said, where I upload it at highest quality, mm-hmm. but they're like videos that have been taken from a distance. So they're still kind of the highest quality is still not great quality. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's because of what you said is, you know, it made the attempt to put it up as good as possible rather than whatever it was taken at. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we're going to get into algorithms here, but that is like the
1: a little bit. Yeah. Most, not
0: totally confusing thing to me.
1: That's what i've I've given up on the fact i've I've given up on the um the goal of trying to figure out how oh, me too. like it's, it,
0: it, it's not the goal it's just when it hits I ask myself why did this hit right because there's very similar in different genres there's not a consistency to the ones that have been home runs except for the fact that a couple of things except generic always does better when it's like, when it's not a specific about like a property or one of our kids or whatever, like specific, like generic messages for obvious reasons do better. Um, and I forget where I was going with the other thing. It, it's, it's just not. There, there's just, there's no consistency. There's just no consistency to what it is.
1: Yeah. I would say like from the the ones I've posted, I find the ones that are more related to parenthood are ones like those are the ones that have gotten me, like there's one that got me like hundred and something thousand views, which was my top one. Um, But there's others that have gotten like tens of thousands of views. And those are typically like the motherhood, parenthood, like, because I think more people can relate to that. And then it gets sent out to more people. I think it also has to do with, the audio that you use. So if you have a trending audio, whether it's a a clip from a movie or a song um, that will typically do better, but I I still don't get it because I'm like, you know, is it, is it the hashtags? Is it the time that I post? Like, is it the amount of people that like, if more people see it first, then it keeps going. I I don't know.
0: It's that it's, there's not, I believe there's an algorithm. I'm not like an algorithm denier, However, yeah. even something as simple as like, same thing, like uh, my biggest reel has whatever it is, a hundred and something thousand views, but not a lot of engagement. We mm. had early mm. engagement, but now I've got a reel that continues. It's been up for seven weeks and every day it's getting a hundred to 200 likes, mm. but that's on like less than a thousand views. So the right. ratio of likes to views mm-hmm. is crazy but it's not being fed like more than that other one was right and it wasn't fed from Instagram to Facebook which is how the first one took off was that it Mm -hmm. was getting trendy on Facebook and Instagram this one has a hundred views on Facebook and 40,000 or 50,000 on Instagram Hmm. so I don't know what feeds it because lots of people are engaging like one in four people is liking it
1: yeah yeah
0: but it's not showing it to more people. You know, people are sharing and like the the saving and sharing and and not retweeting. I guess sharing is the equivalent of retweeting on Instagram. Yeah. But it's just, it's an interesting thing because I'd like to be able to keep an eye on the ones that do well and the ones that don't. Who is it doing well with and why is it being shown to more people? And there's not really a clear answer. I know there's like, you want to put yourself in the best position. Mm Mm-hmm. But like you said, like, I don't do this targeting a number or hoping I get, because at the end of the day, if it's a business play, it doesn't matter if someone in like Morocco is liking a video I put up there. Right. That's,
1: that's the thing, like with my more most viewed videos, it's people from other countries. Like it's not even, right. it, there's no point, wow. Like I'm not even like, it's not even doing anything more than any other video that I post. So at the end of the day, like it is fun when you see one of your videos take off. Um, but really it doesn't mean anything like it doesn't like to your business or anything like that. So the idea is just, just keep putting out the content, keep putting like the one and remember who your audience is too. I think that's really important because, Um, like that's something that I'm still like kind of processing as I start doing more video. It's like, okay, but who is my audience? Because I feel like sometimes it's a mixed bag and then you're alienating your core group because you're also putting out content that might not necessarily, you know, connect with them. So it's, it's a tough, it's a tough balance, but I think as real estate agents, you do have like you have a core group of, of followers that you want to appeal to with your content. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Okay. Are we uh, ready for the next one?
0: I was going to go on another tangent, but hit me with more tips. I'm sure.
1: I saw you hold back a little bit. I, I, I'm,
0: I'm good. I'm good.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, the next tip is just in a, a, around um, your, the link that you can use in your Instagram bio. Um, as well as on TikTok, because you only have one link that you can use. So making use of one of those services like Link in Bio or Linktree, um, if you're not already doing that, is a really great thing. The use of it has kind of gone down because now on stories, you can put a link in, which is really helpful. That's like changed everything. But w- unfortunately, as we know, in captions, you can't put a link. Um, a link. So referring people back to your bio to refer to uh, what you're talking about is really great. And these platforms I find, even the free versions, I know we use Linktree and it allows you to upload like images or video that relates to a specific link, which I think is really cool as well.
0: And if, and when you use those, be diligent to keep them up to date because often, Often the links you put on there might be a current listing or a virtual tour or your latest, whatever. And I don't have to explain why it's not a good idea to do that and leave it there for two months after the property's already sold. Right. And someone goes to your link tree and the first two links are expired listings or old episodes of something. Um, The hack, if you do, if you do link to something like a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever link to the channel, not the episode. Um, so that as you update things, it's just real time updating to the latest homepage of that thing. But yeah, you need to keep that up to date or it does you a disservice. I find if you're sending people, obviously to places that are not as relevant.
1: It's like when blogs used to be more popular and you'd go to somebody's blog and the last post they made was from like five years ago. So it's just kind of like, people are like, Oh, that person really doesn't care about, updating their information
0: well and and that can be a sub problem of this too if you're linking people to a youtube page and the last video you put up was two years ago right like be aware of where you're sending people and make sure it's a place you want them to go where your most recent content is um okay number 10 i think
1: we're on um is basically the idea, at least in Instagram, that hashtags are on the outs and keywords are coming in. And the CEO of Instagram made an announcement earlier this year, just talking about how that is the case. And there's been a few case studies on people using hashtags for posts versus keywords in their captions. And most people have found that the keywords, those posts perform better than if you use like hashtags. And through the years, there's been so many different way proper ways of doing it from like, you know, I I remember them saying like 25 to 30 hashtags you should use for every post, you know, and then it went down to like five really good ones. So I think that that's really important though, to keep in mind the keywords, like making sure you're really giving thought to what the post is about, making sure you're, you're keeping that in the captions so that people can find you and hopefully the post the post can perform better
0: i'm i'm so on the fence since the beginning with hashtags like the argument of do you put it in the caption versus as a comment to keep it yeah. separate all of those things i mean and it's the same in every platform like there's hashtags and keywords in linkedin and facebook and all those things but it also comes down to the actions of who your audience is again right like i myself have never searched for a word on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. So if you've got a consistent hashtag that is your brand maybe, and you want to make sure that's on all your things on the one hand, it's an easy way for people to find your content. On the other hand, if they're looking actively for your content, they're already going to be on your page where all the stuff is. Right. So yeah, I, I wouldn't say drop it or, or, switch from hashtag to keyword or vice versa, but don't let that dictate the way that you're putting content out there or blame it for the reason you're not getting the engagement you want. In my opinion.
1: The next one is just your pinned posts. So you can pin up to three posts on your Instagram profile. So that's really good for realtors because you can showcase who you are to people, maybe a a great listing video that you have, um, maybe a testimonial, um, something along those lines, because those are the posts that people are going to see first when they go to your profile. So try to make use of that and give some thought to how you want to be presenting yourself to new people that might want to follow you.
0: I mean, this this ties into what we've talked about before on your Instagram homepage, which maybe you're going to be talking about too, like, that yeah. grid that people see mm-hmm. the first impression is what comes up at the top. Right. And I mean, I'm a fan of, and I don't do it as consciously as I used to when I first you know, heard about this, but making it a good cross-section of the message you want to send people, you can send people a clear message about who you are and your brand through those nine pictures or six pictures or three pictures. Right. If it's family business, hobby or whatever that's fine Um, but making them consistent and showing people without having to make them go through your stuff what you're all about is such an important thing because the culture of social media and Instagram especially is very swipe swipe keep going keep going keep going until something catches your eye and so it's the same thing if someone makes it to your profile page you've got five seconds you know whether or not they're going to stay there or keep looking or be intrigued or not Mm -hmm. and it ties into the your audience and who you want to connect with message also right because there's people who might see that and it's not for them but that's okay right because if those aren't the people you're going to want to deal with anyway this isn't about creating a vanilla generic this appeals to everybody thing necessarily
1: Especially if you're like you're a local realtor in a certain community, like having a post about that community, a picture of like the neighborhood or whatever, like you know, it, it just depends on what, as you said what your focus is. But having that represent you through the first few posts is really important. Um, and then another thing is we kind of get into maybe a slower period with the holidays, but just in general, like the use of reels is. Really like taken off and they're super popular. Like I've gone from looking through people's stories at night to now just scrolling through reels. That's my TV or my Netflix, I guess. Um, but I think we overlook the fact that we've got more awareness of how to use the this platform or even TikTok or whatever platform you're using. But a lot of local businesses really don't. And you can if you're especially if you're looking to have a more local focus in a specific area, you can do great posts about the neighborhood, about the local business, like go in, take a few pictures, do a few videos of like the inside of the, the restaurant or whatever, and put together a reel. tag that business. And they'll probably be very appreciative of that work. And, and obviously, you know, it's it's a relationship that you're trying to build with local businesses in the area. So I would say that's something that you should take advantage of. And a lot of people would probably really appreciate that you're doing it because they might not necessarily know how to make it look good. Like I, you know, you go through people's reels and like they're not formatted right, or you know, there's just so much there that you can really help people out with, in addition to real estate. So I'd give that a try too.
0: Obviously, becomes for all of you who are wondering what sort of content. You should be putting out there. It gives you another idea for content for yourself, right? So,
1: that, that was like thirteen, maybe. That's all know. you got. Stop counting.
0: I, I I don't know how many that is, but it was a good number. It was in the teens. It was in the low the low double digits. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think if I can add on to it, just. I've only recently realized how much social media dictates who you are to most of the world, Mm. right? As a person, as a brand, whatever. And we've talked about this, like there's people who have impressions of us just based on what they see there, because that's how they consume media full stop, right? And it's shocking to me on a personal level, good or bad. It's not even, it's not even a bad thing. You're laughing, but you know what? You know what I'm going. No, 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 this isn't about you. You think this is about you? Oh, okay, no, no, I'm just, this, talking, no, about just talking about myself now. Like just people think I'm a serious guy mm. from what I put out there. And maybe that's by design because I want to make sure that, you know, the knowledgeable end of real estate and all that is what I tend to share more of. But it's completely <laughs> changed what the people I'm not close with think about me, for better or for worse, right? And we need to be aware of that with everything we put out, especially because we're we're on this quest to be consistent. And if you're consistent, that's great, but you be consistent with a message that you're comfortable having out there for people you don't know to consume, right? Because people will talk to people and people will come and see you, like we've said, And they're going to get the person who they've seen online and expect the person they've seen online. Right. So I'm not phony in my social media and everything is me, but it's not the whole, at least now I know it's not the whole me. And so there's elements where we were talking to somebody today who said, like they spoke to somebody about me and they said something that was not computing about what, I'm actually like, because that's not what I look like on social media, but it was someone close to me, I guess, who knows the the real me. So it's interesting. And I think that we should be aware of that, not change what we're doing, but just understand that that's the impression people have of us, because that's how so many people are spending their entirety of, of evaluating and consuming media. Yeah,
1: and it can be dangerous and, for all of those people out there that might not necessarily be in all that into social media, like that's okay as well. Like, I don't think you should force this on yourself because there's so many other ways to grow your business. And ultimately like a lot of this stuff can be a really big time suck as well. Like, it, it takes a while. Like if you want to build a good social media presence, it obviously takes a really long time to develop that consistency. And if you don't enjoy it, you're going to fail before you even get to the point where you're seeing some results or seeing some feedback that you're you're wanting to see. So yeah, it's, it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous part. Like, I mean, we were going to do a, 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 a podcast about the dangers of social media, but I guess we can just end it off with These are the dangers. (laughs) Just be aware.
0: (laughs) Well, that's it. It is just, it's just something to be aware of. It's, it's, it's changed so much. I don't know if it's progress or not, but social media is like everything. Like it's replaced every type of media, every type of advertising in one way or another. And it's great that you're on the cusp of that. If you're listening to this, take advantage of these tips But it's a really powerful tool. As much as it's a fun thing to put out there, it's powerful and it is your message. And in a lot of cases, it's your only connection with the people you're trying to reach. So that's the power and the danger at the same time.
1: Yeah. Right. That was it. And see, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you think by, can you comment? Good brain fart.
0: Well, it depends on where you're listening to this, but yeah, of
1: course. You can yeah, comment. comment or give us a review. Share this with anybody that might want to have some good social media tips. And we will be back early next year. Is that correct? We said we're.
0: Do one word. Well, our next episode is going to be our word for the year, but I don't know if that's coming out pre New Year's or post New Year's
1: we will take a bit of a break in between for the holidays
0: and you should too
1: you should you deserve oh. it
0: make some make some content batch your content before the new year
1: yeah that's right all right you hey guys have a great holiday season we'll to- Bye bye